Dad Podcast, a conversation where you join David and Reese at the table as they talk about the many questions of life, whether you're in the car, at the gym, or just distracting yourself from being productive. Why don't you pull up a chair? We're glad you're here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hey Dad Podcast, where you join us at the table as we talk about the many questions of life. I am Reese. And I am David. He's my dad. And we're going to go ahead and jump into the Hey Dad Podcast with the first question of the day, which is this. What is a bucket list vacation item for you? Bucket list. Um, gosh, I've got I've got a lot. I actually have a list. Um, okay. One thing that I would like to do is the uh, Santiago de Compostela. De Compostela. Yeah. And uh, that is a walk through Spain. Mm-hmm. And it takes about a month. Yeah. A, a month to longer. 60 days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially if you go all the way to the ocean, which mm-hmm. I would want to do. And so there's that's one thing I want to do. I'm trying to find a way to do it to where I can justify it as a business cost. Yeah. And we've talked about going and filming a course there or something um, just because I want to do it. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't want to do it to where I sleep in the hostels. Right. I'm, I'm kind of beyond the hostel stage of life. A little bit more bougie. I want, I want the bed and breakfast where I stay at. Um, but I still want to do it where you hike every day, see the countryside. That, to me, is a bucket list item that I like to do. Yeah. For me, I think what I would say would be I want to go see ancient Egypt. Mm. I want to go see the pyramids. I've always been into Egyptology since I was a kid. Yeah, just to let true. you guys know how much of a nerd I was. <laughs> I, I had my room themed archaeology style. And my dream was to be an archaeologist like Indiana Jones, of course. Of course. Not like actually digging, but like, yeah, you know, yeah. fighting monsters and saving yeah, the world and yeah, stuff. fighting the Nazis. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, I, I always thought Egypt was fascinating because it's built in a stinking desert. Yeah, it's And true. yet it became the most powerful nation on the earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was one of the first. And so I would love to see that. I always have been fascinated with ancient history stuff. So anything ancient seven wonders of the world is going to be good. Yeah. But Egypt's got a special place yeah. in my heart. Yeah, Egypt would be a good one. I like that. Well, let's go ahead and jump into the main topic of the day, which is red flags in a relationship Mm, yes we've all been able to spend time with people and then a red a red flag pops up (laughs) that's true i mean we've all been there so i guess the first question would be what are red flags in your opinion red flags well for me one of the things i think of actually is is a funny thing me and some friends did in college Whenever you see something like that there's this old show called lost in space Mm -hmm. it's like a late 60s show that I, when I was a kid, I watched it on, you know, afternoon TV. Mm-hmm. And there was this robot. Whenever something was happening that was dangerous, mm-hmm. he would throw his arms around and danger, danger, Will Robinson. And whenever I think of red flags, I think of danger, Will Robinson. So, of course. I've heard you say that before. Yeah. Yeah. You've heard oh, okay. me say that and probably didn't know where it came from. Um, red flags are kind of warning signs. And I, I think we've all seen it in people. We've seen it uh, sometimes in people who maybe were wanting to be friends with mm-hmm. or people we want to date. Mm-hmm. And and red flags are those things that we just need to proceed with caution. Right. It's kind of like when you're driving down the road and you see the curve sign. You know, okay, maybe I need to slow down. I got some really bad curves up here. Things are happening. Mm-hmm. Red flags aren't necessarily a deal breaker, depending on what they are. 
but they're things that we need to maybe investigate a little more. To see if they are a deal breaker. Yeah, yeah. To find out what's behind that. You know, why, you know, like, oh, why, why are they acting that way? Why are they thinking that way? So when I think of a red flag, I don't necessarily mean that's an automatic everything's off. Right. It's just one of those things that kind of makes you go, hmm, okay, let me, let me dig a little more in this and figure it out. Okay. So with that in mind, what would you say are some red flags we need to look for in a dating scenario? So somebody is dating someone, maybe they're yeah. serious, maybe they're casual, but what are some things that, hey, watch out? Yeah, I would say one of the things to look for in a person is what is their life outside of your relationship? You know, if you're dating someone and everything about what they do and who they are is invested in you mm. and the relationship, mm -hmm. to me, that's a red flag. Because mm -hmm. what that means is they're going to expect all of their sustenance as a person, Ooh. all of their emotional needs, all everything is going to come from you. Yeah. Which is actually a form of idolatry. They're making you their idol. Yeah. And, and you don't want that in a person. No. You know, it's... You know, it's kind of like a person who's famous having fans. Fans are great. Right. But fans can be creepy. Oh, yeah. You know, you, I heard a story, uh, a Prince story. I think I saw it on a video or something to where a lady got into the wall in his hotel room one time and was reading scripture, thinking it was going to do something to him. And Prince thought he was freaking out because he heard a voice. And they discovered what it was. And to me, that's just so creepy. And, and, and plus, it depressed me because here's someone doing that with the Bible. And that's just so weird. But I think when someone doesn't have a life outside of you, mm -hmm. that's a red flag. If, you, if they're like, you're the center of my world, mm -hmm. that's a red flag. Yeah, I would agree with that. Because I think we've all had that friend who is one of, the, one of your buddies mm -hmm. until they're in a relationship and then... You don't see them again. Yeah, they drop you. And it's because either they're the person that is investing everything in the other individual mm -hmm. or the other person is completely dependent on them and they feel like they can't spend time with other people because it's like, oh, well, what's going to happen to this person if I'm out? You know, yeah. what they, they can't they can't live without me. That kind of that'll lead to a codependent relationship. Yeah, like it, it's cute yeah. at first. Mm hmm. Like at first you're like, wow, they really care about me. Yeah. But it gets creepy real quick and it, it turns yeah. into something very unhealthy. Yeah. And it can be where the person has a lot of jealousy, which speaks to their level of insecurity. Yeah. And they're going to want you to meet every one of their needs. Mm -hmm. And that's just, it's impossible to do. Can't do and it. And it's tough to be in that situation. You may feel like, you know, it makes you feel good for a little bit. Yeah. But then after a while, it's just going to grate on you. So, so I think looking... And seeing what is their life outside of our relationship. Do they have a life that if they don't, that's a red flag. Yeah. In fact, if they don't have a life at all outside the relationship, that might be a deal breaker. To yeah. be honest. It may uh, be. That's one of those that unless there's a really good reason for it. Yeah. That's a that's red flag to the point to where, okay, let's not do that. Well, and it could be where you help them discover that. Maybe they don't realize that about themselves. That's a good point. And that could be something that moves the relationship ahead. Mm -hmm. But if they're not willing to make that change, if they're not willing to do something and they just know it's all about you, you are the center of my universe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would I would move along quickly. So you don't want them to sing the Coldplay slash BTS song. You, you are my universe. <laughs> yeah. And I just want 
to put you first. Yeah, that would be, that would be, yeah, a lot of songs, if you really look at the lyrics of they're songs, creepy. they're they super creepy. creepy. Yeah. 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 I don't want to be your universe. I'm no, just, don't be I, their universe. Yeah. So that's red flag number one. I think another one would be looking at a person's perspective on their past relationships. Yeah. So like if some, if you're going on a date with somebody and they're like, wow, you're so great. You're not like any of the other guys I've ever dated. Or you're not like any of the other girls I've ever dated. They were all terrible. Mm -hmm. You're the best. Yeah. They were all garbage. Like, and anytime they refer to this ex or that ex, it's always, you know, oh, well, they were this, they were that. Because the truth is, if they refer to them like that and the relationship doesn't work out between y'all, yeah, you're going to be the person that they talk about next. So that's yeah. that's a red flag. Yeah, and, and pastoral, and you know, we've all had those, well, I say we all, but most of us have had those relationships in the past where we can say, okay, that was a weird one. Right. Or, you know, and, and we're not talking about that. We're talking about when every relationship, yep. when they say, you know, every person, it was their fault, it was this, mm -hmm. it was that. And, and I, I agree. What you said is, right, you will be that next one in line. Mm -hmm. you know, if they do that with all their relationships. Yeah. If yeah, they do that right. with all their relationship, then you're going to be the next story they use to the next sucker, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> whoever it is. Yeah, I, I think you're right. And it just goes to show that the way they view other people is they're always the source of the problem. Yeah. That's why it's a red flag. It is. It is because they're, they'll never take any blame for the relationship. Mm -hmm. Now, they may have been in a relationship where both you know, and you can say they had faults, but then I had faults too. Mm -hmm. That's that's a balanced approach. That's honestly, that's more like a green flag. That's what yeah. we'll be talking about next week. But yeah. that's almost a positive thing if someone can look at their past and say, yeah, I was being dumb. Yeah. Because they're acknowledging that. Yeah, it's funny. I still think back to things that happened in my life. And when I think about them, I still have that feeling of embarrassment. Yeah. Because I think about how dumb it was, how stupid mm -hmm. it was, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's funny how you trigger that emotion in yourself. Yeah. From, I mean, childhood, mm -hmm. you can still remember things and think, gosh, I should have been so embarrassed. You yeah. know, and you're embarrassed now for what happened, you know, 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Uh, what's another one that you think is a red flag? I think how your potential partner treats people who were, for lack of a better term, unimportant to them. Mm. The the waiter or waitress, mm. the the clerk at the store, uh, the guy who uh, puts gets the shopping carts mm -hmm. at the grocery store. Yep. In fact, I just saw something recently where somebody I think on TikTok made a video about the the grocery store cart thing tells you a lot about someone's personality if they put it up or they don't. Mm -hmm. You know, if they're too inconvenienced to put it up. Mm -hmm. And there's some truth to that. Mm -hmm. You know, if someone's always a jerk to the Taco Bell employee. Right. And maybe the Taco Bell employee is not a Chick-fil-A employee. You know, they're not there to serve you. Yeah. They're there to get paid and they don't care about you. Mm -hmm. I understand that, but you don't have to necessarily be a jerk to them. Right. And I think when you see someone who treats people beneath them mm -hmm. and they, they say, you know, oh, yeah, they're nothing. Mm -hmm. That's a red flag of yeah. how they, they actually treat everybody. Yeah. And kind of like what you said, it the question is, if they do that one time, mm -hmm. is where they having a bad day? Yeah. Or is that a pattern? Is that a pattern? That's because a good point. I think we, uh, at least I'll admit it, I've had days where I've, you know, not put the card up yeah. or, you know, treated somebody rude because it took me an hour to get my food at a place where it should have taken 15 minutes, yeah. you know? Yeah. 
it's happened to all of us. But if that's a pattern, mm -hmm. that's definitely a red flag. Yeah, which fits into really what we're going to say the next, the, the friends and family. Mm -hmm. How does somebody treat those closest to them? Because sometimes the real person is seen by how they treat those they're the most comfortable True. with. Mm -hmm. So how do they treat their parents? How do they treat their brother and sister? Mm -hmm. You know, what do they do in that situation? And if they're always putting their family down, embarrassed to be around their family or, or whatever, those are red flags. Yeah, I would agree. One of the one of the saddest things that I've seen in the church, having grown up in church and now involved working there, is when somebody shows up to church and they're the nicest person you've ever met. But then you hear from their kids or from their spouse what they're like when they go home. Yeah, yeah. It's that people can put on a really good front. That's and when true. you start dating somebody, it's almost the same thing. They put on the plastic smile and they buy you all the stuff because they want to kind of attract you. Yeah. But if, if they, they don't have that same desire to impress their siblings, mm -hmm. they don't have that same desire to impress their parents. Yeah. You know, um, so when you look at the way they treat other people, that's the way you'll get treated eventually. Yeah. Once the once the shine fades and y'all are just hanging out, then that, those patterns will start to to pop up. Yeah. And that's why that's a big red flag mm -hmm. is because if they're playing games with you, but everybody else they're treating like trash. Yeah. Eventually, you're going to get thrown in that every everybody else category. Yeah. If you don't have a conversation about it. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So when you watch them with their friends and family. That's a key thing to look out for. Yeah, I've heard people say, you know, if it's a guy, look at how they treat their mom. Mm -hmm. If it's a girl, look at how they treat their dad. Yeah. And that's a good indication of how they'll talk to you. It's not going to be the exact same, obviously. Yeah. You know, everybody knows that. But because it's a person of another gender in a very familiar place in their life, yeah. that's a good thing to look at. Yeah, it is. Because some people maybe grew up without a dad or without a mom in their home. Um but again, yeah, how do they treat those who are closest to them? Mm -hmm. Those who, who, again, can't do anything for them. I think those are big things to look at a person's personality and, and really their mindset. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. What's another one for you? Red flag. I'd say a red flag is um, what do the important people in your life think of them? Mm. You know, your parents, your mentors, the people who are outside of you. Uh, what do they think of the person Maybe you're either dating or potential dating, you know, um, you know, if you're if your mom or dad says, I don't know about them, hmm. then then you should at least go, OK, let me check that out. Mm -hmm. Let me find out why. Mm -hmm. um, we talked a couple episodes ago about love goggles. Yep. You know, people wearing love goggles, they can't see yep. the faults. We need people in our life who are willing to say this person's great or you need to be careful of this person. Mm -hmm. And and. It's just important because sometimes they see things that we don't see mm -hmm. and they know us, especially if they know us, mm -hmm. they know eventually that's going to be a bad thing. Yeah, I agree with that. And I almost think <laughs> another red flag is if like a mentor figure mm -hmm. or that person that you trust doesn't speak super well of them. Yeah. How do they respond to that? Yeah. Because if they respond to that as like, you have a good point. I need to work on that. Yeah. Well, that red flag gets turned into a green flag because it's a person that has flaws but is willing to work on them. Yeah. Versus them being like, well, you don't know me. You don't yeah. know my story. You don't understand me. Why don't, yeah. why don't you just take the time to get me, man? You yeah. don't get it. 
that turns into an even bigger red flag. It does. Well, it's like the person on any of the singing shows, like the old American Idol show where they couldn't sing. Mm -hmm. And they started to sing and they were told, okay, you can't sing, you're terrible. Mm -hmm. And they actually yelled at the judges, no, mm -hmm. you don't know. You don't know how good I yep. am. Yep, and it's true. Yeah, those are red flags, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Because that's going to be the same way that they treat you in the future. Yeah, it and, is. And it's kind of a similar theme here. Yeah, you yeah know? it is. It is. And then I think the other thing would be is the person, every relationship has give and take. Mm -hmm. So what you want to do is you want to find a person who knows how to give mm -hmm. and take. Yeah. Because there are times where you receive more than you give and there are times you give more than you receive. That's a normal, healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. And if you have a person that you're dating or thinking of dating who only takes mm -hmm. but never gives mm -hmm. and maybe always has an excuse or always has this, that's a red flag. Because yep. you want someone who can do both. Mm -hmm. You want someone who can receive yep. so you can bless them. But then also you want someone who's willing to bless you and, and serve you when you need it. Yeah, I agree with that. So we've, we've named some of the big red flags, Uh huh. right? Um, I think obviously another one uh, that I would throw in there would be what it, what is their fundamental worldview? Yeah. Like if you are a strong believer in God and the other person doesn't give a rip about it, that's a red flag. Yeah. Yeah. You and know? that's, that's like really not a red flag. That's, that's a deal. Breaker. That's a deal breaker. Yeah. Automatic. There's no red flag to that. That's an automatic. Now, if you don't have the same worldview, mm -hmm. one worldview is going to win. Yeah. And that's where you've got to understand that, you know, people say, well, look, love conquers everything. No, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. uh, you've got to understand that worldviews are very important. That's and, true. And I think you want someone who has the same worldview as you. If you have a biblical worldview, you want someone with a biblical worldview. Yeah, you have to, or else you're both standing in on different ground. Yeah. You can't even have a good conversation because you're just coming from such different sides yeah. of, of looking at life. Yeah, that's a great point. So with, with those in mind, if you just see a red flag, let's say it's not necessarily an immediate deal breaker, but you know, it might be, mm -hmm. what do you do? I'd say that's where you, you kind of, you kind of go investigation mode. You, mm -hmm. you kind of figure out why, you know, is it just a blind spot? Like mm -hmm. everybody's got blind spots. Like sure. a person may not realize they treat the servers like garbage. Mm -hmm. So, so you investigate and maybe you bring it up to them and yeah. you talk to them about it. And maybe it's something where they're like, oh man, I didn't realize I was doing that. Because sometimes people have personality. Like someone who's got a real cut and dry personality, in their mind, they're not being rude. Mm -hmm. They're just telling it as it is. Mm -hmm. But it may come across as rude and mm -hmm. you want to help them to see that. Or they may think they're just better than everybody. Yeah, That's where you investigate. I think when it's not an automatic deal breaker, when it's just a red flag, you start looking at it. Like if someone above you says they're not sure about that person, you talk to them about it and try to get their perspective. Then you can look at your person with that perspective and see, is that really right? Yeah, that's good. Okay, let me let me name you one more scenario. Okay. Red flag. And then it turns out it is a deal breaker. Yeah. Having that conversation is hard. How, how do you have that conversation? Do you bring up the point? Or do you just say you don't think it's going to work out and leave the details out of it? A lot of it depends on the person. Mm -hmm. um, like some people telling them what the red flag is, is not going to do anything. Right. Especially if they have a lot of pride. 
They don't think they're ever wrong. Um, and so it may just be best to say, hey, I don't think it's working out. Thank you. Some people want to know why. Mm-hmm. And, and you may have to tell them. You're already ending the relationship. Mm-hmm. So you can be honest. Now, don't be mean. But you want to find a way to say, I just think that this aspect of your personality is something that I don't think long term would work for us. Because we're talking about, we're not talking about casual dating. We're talking about when you're in a relationship and really kind of maybe feeling serious about someone. Mm-hmm. That's when the red flags jump up. If you're still early in a dating relationship, you see a bunch of red flags, you investigate, you see that they're, that's when you just back off and say, hey, you know, this has been fun. I'm going to move on. Yep. Um, but if you're if you're actually getting serious with someone, you do need to have that conversation sooner rather than later, because the more you put it off, the more likely you are to explain it away to yourself. Dang, that's good. So taking that like initiative. Yeah. And, and being like, okay, this is a deal breaker. I need to go ahead and have this conversation. Let's rip the bandaid off pretty quick. Yeah. Instead of just letting it sit there and fester until it becomes a huge deal. Yeah, it becomes a major issue because mm-hmm. yeah. that's unfair to them and you. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And, and I think that if we can learn how to navigate red flags well, mm-hmm. that helps us not only in dating, but in the future. Like, because it'll help you with communication, like we talked about last week. Yeah. And really, these two are very closely linked. Whenever you have issues, learning how to communicate well, whether that's saying, all right, I'm in investigation mode, what's going on, or it's over, you got to learn how to communicate well. Which, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, you can just go ahead and go do that real quick. Yes, check it out. Shameless plug. Let's go ahead and jump into the question and answer section of the day. Okay. Um, So we got our classic three questions. There we go. That's what we're going to do. It's pretty much the lane, I guess. Uh, What are some key differences between raising a son and raising a daughter? This is pretty much going to be all you because I have zero experience with either of these. Well, considering I had one of each, um, I actually think it's not so different in that the goal of parenting, as we kind of talked about last episode, is finding your child's unique personality and helping them Mm -hmm. find those giftings and discover it. And I think you do that with sons and daughters. Now, sons and daughters are going to have different personalities, different types, but every child, you may have all boys, you may have all girls, mm-hmm. and they're, every one of them is going to be a different personality type and different style. So I think what you want to do is figure out what is my son's gifting, what's something right. they, they are. And you want to make sure to point them in that direction. Like you don't want to try to treat your son, you know, and say, well, you have to do this. Because I really wanted a daughter. I didn't get a daughter. So I'm going to make you be my de facto daughter. That's not fair to him. And it's not fair to do that to your daughter. Mm -hmm. What you want to do is figure out what's my child's giftings. Let them experiment. Figure out like they may play sports for a while. They may do music for a while. They may do all these million things. Most kids do. But part of that is them finding out what's their thing. What are they into? And I think you would do that either way, Mm -hmm. son or daughter. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we get so scared, you know, I want to raise a good son. I want to raise a good daughter, mm-hmm. you know, that we think there's a there's a list. I have to do this thing. Mm-hmm. Well, every child is unique. Mm-hmm. So their gift set's unique. Their style is unique. Their personality is unique. You find that and that's what you want to kind of uh, see blossom. 
You want to help yeah. raise that child up. So yeah. it's really knowing them as an individual, not saying, okay, you're a boy. All boys are like this. Well, no, they're not. You know, some boys are this way. Some boys are this way. Some girls are this way. Some girls are that way. Yep. Let them be who they are and you help them have the right worldview. Yeah. And then they can find their own personality and giftings in that. I think you're totally right about that because I, I mean, Katie and I think would be a good example in this area. Yeah. So I'm a guy. Yeah. But I'm just not a sports person. Mm-hmm. I just don't really enjoy it. Being competitive uh, to me is more stressful than it is enjoyable. Yeah. I'm not like, oh man, I can't wait to conquer, you know, my opponent. And if I lose, I'm just going to get better. Like, it's just a stressful situation for me. Yeah. So sports, I didn't particularly enjoy. Uh, I did them. Yeah. And I enjoyed some of the things that I learned from them, but I was never going to do sports in college. I was never even interested in that. That was the furthest thing from my brain. It was more hobby and Mm -hmm. I wanted it to be casual. So it didn't mean so much to me. Yeah. Um, Don't really watch sports on TV, but Katie, uh, she was more into sports than I was. Yeah. Not only in terms of she would keep up with sports more than I did, but she also really, she, she's more competitive. She loves the process of, of going against another person and seeing who, who wins out. She was into that. And so she loved it. So if you and mom had been of the mindset of, oh, you're a boy, you're supposed to do this, you're a girl, you're supposed to do this, it would have been the opposite. Yeah. You would have been forcing me to do more and more and more sports that I didn't mm-hmm. enjoy. And you would have been telling Katie, oh, no, you're supposed to stay with ballet because yeah. you're a girl. Yeah. Where she wanted to move over to sports. And she killed it with that. She did mm-hmm. a great job. And so you're right. It's sticking with the individual that's yeah. so important. Finding out who they are. Mm-hmm. Okay, question number two. Uh, I'm trying to work out more, but I'm not motivated enough. What can I do? Um, I think in that it, it, it comes with you kind of learning yourself what works for you. Mm-hmm. And also finding something you enjoy. Yep. I mean, if you look at it as I have to go exercise, yeah. I have to do this, that's going to be a tough thing to make yourself do. Now, there mm-hmm. is some truth to that. There are days you need to do that. But, but you want to find something that it's one of those things. What I always tell people is you want the people who get into exercise are usually people who enjoy the after effects. Mm-hmm. After I exercise, I feel better. Mm-hmm. And so they like that feeling. So they kind of help. It helps push them. Mm-hmm. But if you, if you haven't learned how to like that feeling, it's kind of hard to push yourself. True. So I would start with finding out what do I enjoy, you know, Instead of running, maybe you prefer hiking. Mm-hmm. Like I, I heard a thing recently about people who go rucking where they put weights in a backpack mm-hmm. and just go for a hike. Mm-hmm. It's not as stressful as running and they just like it a whole lot better. They enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But they get a very good cardiovascular workout just doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, some people enjoy the competitive aspect mm-hmm. of things. But find those things you kind of enjoy and, and try to focus on those or do something during it that you enjoy, like listening to a book or to certain music or to things yeah. like that, or do it with people. Mm-hmm. I would definitely agree with that. There's just a fact that if you're trying to motivate yourself to do something you hate, it's only going to last as long as your motivation does. Yeah. And motivation does not last forever. Mm-hmm. Motivation lasts while you're feeling good or when the day's good or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and that's just not long term. It's yeah. not going to be long term. And that's why you have the yo-yo people who January 1st, oh, I'm going to give it all I got. 
And then once the motivation runs out, they drop, whether yeah. that's after a day or a week or a month or two months or whatever. Um, the people who have long-term working out habits are the people, like you said, who have found what they enjoy. Yeah, I honestly think it'd be good to cover fitness as a topic. That's true. Uh, in our podcast. Mm -hmm. And if you guys are interested in that, just uh, DM us on Instagram and let us know that you would like that or maybe comment it on some of our pictures that we're posting, um, which if you haven't followed uh, the Hey Dead podcast on Instagram, you can totally do that right yes, now. Yes, you can. Uh, but let us know if that's something you'd be interested in because we've both made that journey. Mm -hmm. um, I know with you, Dad, you know, you've made the journey of losing weight and making it to where your back was healthy. Yeah. I know for me, I was never really super into fitness until I got later into college. And uh, so we've had to navigate that. But the key was finding what you like. Yeah. Um, I think you said last year when you went to that fitness camp, a mm -hmm. guy said the key was staying in motion. Yeah. So whatever you do, if you're in motion, you're going to get a lot of the fitness benefits from That's it. That's a good point. Yeah, it doesn't it necessarily have to be you hit every kind of Olympic lift. Yeah. Uh, so I think with those two questions, we've mm -hmm. kind of filled up our time. So we're just going to save the next question for next week. But guys, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. We're glad that you got to be with us a little bit. We enjoyed it. Hope you guys have a fantastic day. And thank you for having Yeah, we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us on the Hey Dad Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode today, subscribe so you don't miss any new content. We'd also love for you to rate and leave a review and help us get the word out to more people. If these talks are making your life better, we ask that you share them with someone else. If you have any questions for us or anything going on in your life you want an opinion on, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at questions at heydad.us or send us a message on our Instagram page at the Hey Dad Podcast. Join us next week. We'll have a chair waiting for you. <laughs> okay. okay.